One night in the disco on the outskirts of Frisco I was cruising with my favorite gang The place was so boring, filled with out-of-towners touring I knew that it wasn't my thing I really wasn't caring, but I felt my eyes staring Uh-uh, mans are live Missed that the last episode But Pure Finesse returns for the inaugural weekly recap on Pure Finesse, but it's nothing new to the loyal viewers. Thanks for upping up the subscribers, getting there. Hashtag Road to 100. Yes, sir. Malcolm, where are you getting the shash cut? Because it's getting a little nasty. No, never. Hair is staying. Dash is staying. Little beard staying. Growing it out as long as I can. Okay, so I give it until November. I mean, it's going to be gone. But that's no shave November. That's November. No, but you shave it before then. So you think I'm just going to redo it again in November? That's a good idea, actually. But you know what? It might not even grow that thick in a month, so who knows? So, you know, how long did it take it this, to grow that long? A year? No, this was from June. 2019? June, July, so after June. So it took like a month and a half. Oh, yeah, okay. Cap, I shaved every single day, and then I just stopped one day. I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to do it anymore. And just a month and a half. Can you do all the fans a favor and take off your hat, please? No, that's not how I want to see the flow ski. That's when we get to 100 uh, subscribers. You guys <laughs> see my hair. But your hair's going to be gone by then. Or if you just grow it out until we reach 100 subscribers. Yeah, I'll just grow it out, I guess. Oh, okay, okay. It's going to be pretty long. Now we're talking. And speaking of talking, draft lottery results are now finito in the NBA. And now we have our top five rounded out. Number one overall, we'll be going to the Minnesota Timberwolves, whose first or last first overall selection happened in 2015 with Mr. Carl Anthony Towns. To round out the top five, it pains me to say it, but Golden State is sec- picking second overall. Charlotte and Chicago, respectively, both three and four, jumping into the top five. And the Cleveland Cavaliers are picking number five overall. Who do you think goes number one? I'm going to say if it's Timberwolves. I'm going to say Cole Anthony. No way. Yeah. I don't think – I know it's like the, the mellow draft, but I think mellow this year – oh, wait. There's – no, yeah, Cole Anthony, and then I'd say Golden State picks up James Wiseman. Absolutely. Charlotte, Charlotte gets LaMelo. Alex, I think number one overall is Mr. Anthony Edwards from the University of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Go dogs because they really already have a good point guard and Mr. D'Angelo Russell. So really, they can not, they're going to pick James Wiseman because obviously Cats, they're not the best player as he's center. Oh, no doubt. So they a nice shooting guard, and Anthony Edwards is your guy. But, yeah, I like James Wiseman, the G State. I'm really not sure who Charlotte's going to pick. It's kind of a toss-up to me because I think you give Terry Rozier one more year. See yeah. what he can do. But I think LaMelo Ball is going to the Cavs or Chicago. Yeah, the four or five. Four or five. Yeah. We're rounding out still with the NBA first-round playoffs. Uh, the Houston Rockets are up 2-0 over OKC. Pretty predictable. Mm. Kind of shocked. With no Russell I, Westbrook. I thought I thought OKC was going to be able to pull out that second game, and then Houston just won in a tear, and they won that game. So, I don't know. It, it, it's a shock to me because I think I didn't expect it to be 2-0. But, obviously, it was Houston. And then when Russ does get back, like, how's it going to turn out then? Yeah. yeah. Houston with this 
very unorthodox small ball lineup with P.J. Tucker as your five seems to be working. Because they're not adapting to anyone else. It's the other team's adapting to them. But yeah. I think that the best team that could probably give them a run for mo- their money in this small ball format would have been OKC because they run three-point guards. Yeah. <laughs> CP3, true. my boy, Shea Gilgis Alexander, and Dennis Schroeder. Oh, boy. So hopefully they can pull up and makes this series a bit more interesting. And speaking of interesting, Milwaukee and Orlando are tied one apiece. Who could have predicted that? Well, maybe Orlando could have. They beat the Raps last year in the first game of the playoffs. Raps went on to win the championship. So, obviously, you're not going to win them all. You can't win every single game. And Milwaukee should be winning every game. It should be a sweep. But Orlando, they came out. Vucevic had a big night in the game one, and they got that game. Yeah, it's, I think Giannis needs to do more because I don't know if you can like come on like thirty-seven and seventeen rebounds. Are you kidding me? Like, come yeah. on, get better, seriously. Like, <laughs> not Wilt, not Wilt numbers. Exactly. Like, come on. Well, I mean, MVP every year, do better. Miami is up two nothing over Indiana. I, Miami's looking really good. Yeah. Tyler Hero showing off. Jimmy buckets. Duncan Robinson had himself a game in game two, going seven of eight from three. Damn. And he was undrafted. All these undrafted players are showing off right now. And we'll get to the other one later. Thank you very much, Toronto. And it's, if you can check your time, it's, it's a little early, but Dame time is taking over right now because they are tied 1-1 with the Lakers. Question mark for Dame with the dislocated finger. Disgusting. Yeah. But he should be able to be playing for game three tonight at 830. Whoa. Okay, we'll get to that later. But, yeah, the Lakers are kind of looking real flat, and they're getting kind of exposed with how not deep a bench they have. Yeah, and like Paul Pierce said, I said this before, Paul Pierce. I said it. You're on Pure Finesse Podcast first at the time on Finished Business. But you hear it here again that if Lakers do not win and LeBron does not win, it damages his legacy, right? It damages, hey, you can't make it past the first round with a team that you have right now. (laughs) That does damage his legacy. And I'm a LeBron goat. I'm like – LeBron Goat Believer, so he has to win this and win against Dame. But also, we want to see the Carmelo Anthony revenge tour. And I was, and Dame's there to help him. CJ's there to help him. So Yusuf Nurkic. Yusuf Nurkic is there to help him. So they could really pull it off and uh, get the upset over the Lakers. Yeah, Portland got a big uh, bad blow yesterday, I believe, that they found out that Zach Collins is going to miss the rest of the season due yeah. to having – surgery so he is not going to be with the rest of the team one of the only two series to be up 3-0 the toronto raptors are up 3-0 over brooklyn no surprise as brooklyn is just getting out decimated by injuries and oh just like the team they don't have could be a playoff team yeah like kd Kyrie, wilson chandler dinwiddie joe harris kind of yucky pretty nasty but Freddie Van Fleet's showing up big time. I think he's averaging way over 20 points a game. And the, the, they have four guys averaging like 15 points. Over 10 points. Over yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. Full yeah. bench effort. And they have a good chance of going back-to-back. And this is not me because I'm a Raptors fan. But I love do. to see another Raptors-Milwaukee matchup. Utah is up 2-1 over the Denver Nuggets after an absolute bloodbath yesterday. Mike Conley came back from after quarantine and had himself a day going 7 of 8 from 3. Yeah. Stars are aligning for these guys. Uh, your Boston Celtics are up 3 nothing over <laughs> the Philadelphia 76ers. Joel Embiid is doing everything he can to help this team win, but they have nobody else to help on the 
like Tobias Harris has been very quiet. And does this prove that Al Horford got absolutely cooked on the game when he fucked hit by Kemba Walker? But does this mean that Joel needs a superstar to like what if he never had Ben Simmons to play with? Would there be a process? Would he be able to trust the process? Or you continue that losing streak uh, up until like 2017 that Philly had from 2013, 2017. Would you continue that if you never got Ben Simmons? I think so. I think Joel Embiid is overrated. I think well, Joel Embiid can't guard Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. He's a crybaby, uh, crybaby flopper. I don't like him. I hate the Sixers in general. But Joel being on that team, I just I need like it just proves like he oh I'm balling out. Sure you're balling out, but your team sucks and you suck without Ben Simmons. They're six seed. They they sh- they should be a deep uh, like they should be able to go for deep runs, but. Oh, one guy gets injured. Can the other guy step up? I think up? Brett Brown gets fired if they lose. Yes. I think he's doing well, – he's done a very good job. Of what? He's like 10 with season to 50-plus. Get swept in the first round? Nice. I think they're winning. It'll be Boston in five. You think they're going to the la- Yeah. The last series we got is the LA Clippers against up 2-1 over the Dallas Mavericks. Paul George has been taking some heat for not playing very well. Kind of did the same thing in game three, and he kind of sounded off on everybody on social media after game two. And I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks about me. Fuck everybody. I'm Paul George. Yeah. Mm. What's up? That's mm. basically it. But Dallas took a huge blow in game three, losing Luka Doncic with a sprained left ankle. Said it's not very severe. He's getting MRI today. So I'm sure if he's walking, he's playing in game four. On Sunday. Yeah. The NBA may push back the start of next season from December 1st and push back free agency on October 18th. This comes from the commish, Adam Silver, talking on the NBA draft lottery show, saying it's a bit too early for him. Yeah. So I believe if it should end like the second week of October. So you're looking about, it's about the same as the NHL, but the NHL is still committed to a December 1st start. Yeah. Is it too early for you? To, I just say do it. If you feel like it's not ready, like things won't be in place and you guys don't have a complete plan ready for that time, set it back. It's more – you should be more concerned about the players' safeties than, hey, like, when can we start and start making money again, you know? Mm-hmm. And I like Adam Silver for that. Adam Silver is probably the best commissioner in all of sports. Yeah. Um, president of the Toronto Raptors, Masai Ujiri, his lawyers released the body cam of the officer that did not allow him onto the courts – after the Raptors won the NBA title last June. I think it perfectly illustrates where Masai Ujiri is coming from. Yeah, honestly, and the, the cop had the accusations of like him being harassed first and then his colleagues bought back, uh, backing him up. And then you see that, right? And you see that his colleagues did back him up after all this time. And then the video was released and he was in the wrong. And Masai did nothing wrong. And... You think about that today. You still think about that with the Black Lives Matter uh, issue that's going on. That's still not like it's not trending anymore, but it's still going on, and it's been happening for a very long time. But um, they're saying if that happens just within that organization and that facility, what are they doing and what they're covering up in actual police departments and stuff like that? You know, so it's scary, and I think this is a win, and hopefully Mazai wins in his uh, countersuit against this bodyguard. Yeah, I found it was very interesting that it was the Alameda County that filed the lawsuit and mm-hmm. not Masai and his his party. 
Yeah. And the Golden State president released it, uh, tweeted, I guess, they don't release statements anymore because we're in 2020. Yeah, it's on Twitter saying that he apologized and like we don't stand for any of this stuff. So it should be very interesting to see the fallout and what the repercussions are to every, all the parties involved. And the last note that just happened just a few minutes ago, the Toronto Raptors head coach, Nick Nurse, has won Coach of the Year very, very well deserved because very I don't good. think anybody gave them any chance to make it as good as they were, let alone making the playoffs. Same record as last year, even better, honestly. Better winning and, percentage. And uh, the coaches, like the coaches award, like when the coaches voted, they didn't give it to Nick Nurse. They tied Billy Donovan and Mike Budenhauser or whatever. Was that Billy like, Donovan's also been pretty good option. Billy Donovan's been great too, but I think, because they were right off. They weren't supposed to make the playoffs at all, right? OKC was not supposed to make anything, but Nick Nurse doing what he's doing without Kawhi and everyone doubting them, saying, oh, since Kawhi left, you guys won't have a chance. And they're still favorites, heavy, heavy favorites. Yeah. Yeah, um, but we go to the NHL now, and the first round of the NHL playoffs is now over. So we're going to do a little recap of what happened in each series. The Colorado Avalanche beat the Arizona Coyotes in five games. I think back to back seven one drubbings. I think that was expected. Not the not the back to back like beatdowns, but the series win, like five four games. No one predicted Coyotes could really. Put up a, a big fight against the Avs. And a big coming out party for Mr. Nazem Kadri. Holy, that guy just – I'm in a playoff fantasy pool, and one of my buddies has him, and he's like, best pick I've ever had in a draft ever. <laughs> Kadri's had, what, like six or seven goals on the yeah. playoff? Lean the league. Yeah. So, he's well, – Maybe not now after Mr. Guryanov scoring four. Four. No, I think he only has four, though, Guryanov. He hasn't scored all playoff. So – Very yucky. Disgusting for Nazem. The Boston Bruins, unfortunately, beat the Carolina Hurricanes in five games. Never like to see that as Leafs and Habs fans. Uh, you see what side you on my head. Um, we don't like the Boston Bruins. Hate the Boston Bruins. And they lost. We talked about Chikarask leaving from last year, um, from last week. Uh, so they had Halak in that. And yet, everyone's praising Halak. Like, a bunch of my friends who are Bruins fans, like, oh, Halak, Halak. Halak got 20 shots a game, man. Like, Carolina only put up 20 shots a game when Halak was in that. So he didn't have to do much work, and the team that he has, it's heavy loaded offense. Yeah, Pasta came back for game five. He was out for the last couple of games. And Carolina also lost Sheshnikov, so there's that too. Mm-hmm. So that contributed to that series. The Dallas Stars beat the Calgary Flames in six games. I was actually rooting for Dallas for this one. I did not want Calgary to move on. Um, what do you think <laughs> about this series? Mr. Guriano had himself a game six. Yeah, he did. Yeah, seven straight goals. It's kind of unheard of. But it, I think it shows how valuable Matthew Kachuk is to that team. Yeah. Because every game he didn't play, they lost. And Mira Heiskanen having a huge five-point game. Yeah, he's having a coming-out party, too. Yeah, he, he's in my fan. And it's not Ben Bishop playing goal. It's Kudobin. Kudobin. So you see a lot of goalies moving around, even in this next series where Vegas beat the Chicago Blackhawks in five games. And the primary goalie for Vegas being Robin Leonard. And Robin Leonard obviously being traded from Chicago at the deadline this previous year and then playing them again the first round of the playoffs and beating them and knocking them out. So Vegas is going to be a tough team to beat, man. They're just solid everywhere. No weak links. Defense is solid. Four good lines and two all-star goalies. Vegas fans have never dealt with struggle. 
oh my god it's been three years calm down <laughs> three years and they haven't dealt well you should you're supposed to struggle the first three years of your franchise you're not supposed to be this good but they are and they're proving everyone wrong the management and the coaching peter DeBoer, uh he has a chance to win maybe the cup this year with vegas um, but the management deserves big kudos as well for putting together that team and all the trades they've done over the past three years. So Vegas and five over Chicago. The New York Islanders beat the Washington Capitals in five games as well. I think that was unexpected. We thought that Washington would put up more of a fight. Um, they did get that when they were on the brink of being swept. They came back and always like, I'm not going home. And the next game they went home. Very hope I think, is the most overrated goaltender in the NHL. Yeah, I've been saying this. <laughs> I totally agree with you. His season save percentage is under 900. And he's on a contract year. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see where he ends up next year and yeah. for what salary. Yeah, I don't think really, I would good. say, what, four years ago for the World Cup of Hockey, he was laid to be competing for starts with Carey Price. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. But New York, again, I love the Islanders. Yeah, they're they good can play team. any style you want. Tough, quick. We got Barry Trotz there, so. And the goal, they're getting good goaltending out of Varlamov. Yeah. But big, uh, Anthony Beauvillier is probably their MVP right now. Him and Matt Barzell are just tearing it up. Yeah, Matty Barzell. Oh, it's just a different type of well, I'd like to see them go far. Yeah. And they New can York. with the matchup they have next. Yeah, they can. And um, so this next series, Tampa Bay. They got revenge on Columbus from last year being swept in the first round. Tampa Bay beats uh, Columbus in five games. Um, a lot of five-game series in the first round. Uh, Tampa Bay wanted revenge. How So with Tampa winning, they're going to be facing Boston in the next round. So they're not doing the reseeding, right? They're just doing the bracket. They are doing reseeding, but it still works. It still works out to see those two play. I don't it, it's still technically 2-3. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. I guess Philly's the one, and I yeah. guess the Islanders will be the four. Yeah, I forgot about since Philly won the playing series, right? So that makes mm-hmm. sense. So still, that's going to be a great series then to watch. And Tampa's Philly. getting Stampos back. Yeah. I'm so sure Stampos, during the series. Stampos deserves way more that he's had happened to him over his career, being injured plethora of times. He probably times. should be a Hall of Famer, but he just gets hurt all the time. I'm saying, like, he he's was, got the most goals in a season since what? Forever. He scored 60 in a season, and then I don't think yeah. anyone's came close to him. No, people getting 50, obviously, like Obi and stuff, but they're not getting 60. Uh, then, obviously, sad news uh, last night. Uh, Philadelphia uh, beats uh, the Montreal Canadiens in six games. It's just Montreal. I would like your take on the Elaine Vigneault, uh, Steve, Brandon Gallagher situation, please. Elaine Vigneault needs to shut his mouth. The guy broke his jaw. He was bleeding everywhere. Sure, he was yapping. Of course he's going to yap. I've, if you can Brendan Gallagher is my favorite player to have on – he's the type of guy you want to have on your team. He doesn't care about anything else. He plays for what's on the, the logo on his crest, on his chest, okay? He plays for that. So no matter what, he is the most loyal player you'll ever find. He put up the most shots in the playoffs through the first two rounds. Only goals. Only got, got the one goal out of it, but created a lot of other goals as well because of his shots. Um, I just – and Elaine just going off and like doubling down on his comments as well, whatever. But Montreal was robbed of a few games. In one game when they had five posts and they couldn't score. Philly, yesterday, all their goals were either off. All their goals in the series, most of them were off of the defenseman of uh, 
Montreal or just bad bounces. Like last night, there's two off the defenseman and one off the post and off the back of Price and in. So all of them are I see just you're taking this well. No, and Montreal is robbed, but hey, whatever. Can't change the past. Life moves on. Another Canadian team, though, the only Canadian team to move on, the Vancouver Canucks beat the St. Louis Blues, the defending champions, in six games. And this Canucks team looks nasty. How about Jordan Bennington just shit in the bed? Yeah, he came back from Over the game. Over five, he's given up, what, 13 goals? Oh, it's just ugly. Hate to see it. Hate to see and him. to where he was last year, being like the savior for St. Yeah. Louis. Didn't he win? Con- no, he didn't win cons. Mike, my bad. Right now, right, right. But uh, it should be very interesting to see what they do with him for the start of next season. If they start with him, or they go back with Jake Allen. But I don't know. You can go the goods. Jake Allen's not a bad goalie, so yeah. And like like you said, from that Brendan Gallagher broken jaw, Matt Niskanen, he did get suspended only for one game though. And that's what bothers me, too. You cross-check someone to the face, they're bleeding. And I always talk to my dad about that. He hates Montreal, right? He's like, they're a dirty team. But he was like, you know what? Yeah, my dad. And he's like, what he is he true for? Ottawa. Come on. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. But um, what was I going to say? He was saying, like, oh, yeah, he hates Montreal, whatever. They're a dirty team. But he's like, Matt Niskan only got one game. And he's like, you know what? The The refs should also be, like, to a hearing like what are you doing like you're right there you see the play you see someone get tr- crushing the face they're bleeding their jaw broke but you don't give a penalty on the g- in the game how do you miss that i, I don't understand I think and, uh, when that play happened it reminded me last year of nazim kadri driving to brusque with the cross check yeah and he got suspended six games the whole series yeah. six games and matt and and gets one. that's one. a joke that's a joke and then the cap it off for the nhl the former wild bench a boss Bruce Boudreaux is interested in being a Leafs assistant. Um, former assistant Paul McFarlane left to, to be the head coach of the Kingston Frontenacs in the excuse me, OHL. Yeah. But um yeah. A couple of Leafs fans that I know aren't big fans of Bruce Boudreaux joining the uh, during the Leafs bench staff. But I think they need someone that's gonna wake up and slap some pe- slap some faces around. And I think Bruce Boudreaux can do that because I think he's He's known to be a bit of a hothead. Yeah. I think true. he could turn these pretty boys and these divas around in Toronto. And Crazy not, side make, of the day. And make it past the first round. The All the remaining eight teams in the NHL playoffs, none have a contract over $10 million. The Leafs wow. have three. Rip. How are you? And, yeah, come on. You're spending money for what? For nothing. Like they're more concerned with their looks and their play. So, anyway, soccer is up now. <laughs> PSG and Bayern Munich will now be meeting in the Champions League final coming to your way Sunday afternoon. The French champ PSG defeated RB Leipzig 3-0 behind the stellar play of Argentinian international Angel Di Maria, who had a goal and two assists. This is the team's first ever UEFA Champions League final in their 50-year history. Huge. And as well, the German champs Bayern Munich defeated French side Lyon, 3-0 behind Serge Gnabry netting two. And this will be the first final in seven years since they won the championship. So who do you have winning at all in Sevilla? Alfonso Davies and the Bayern Munich squad. You can't ignore the fact that they took down Lionel Messi and the Barcelona team, 8-2. Google it, not 7-2, 8-2. 4-1 in the first half, 4-1 in the second half. 
Bayern Munich, I'm not going to go wrong with PhD. They're a great team. It's going to be a great finals. It could go either way, but I have Bayern Munich winning this one. I don't think so. I think PSG pulls it out, being their first ever UEFA Champions League trophy. You I think, think they're just too around. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Before we came on, I told him I, was, I had him winning. He was like, oh, you hate Canadians? Ugh. You hate Canadians? Ugh. If I pull it up real quick, it was Bayern. Oh, it was 8-2. Okay, oh, not right. bad. The soccer guy doesn't know the soccer score. <laughs> no, the top three in Paris is just too lethal. Like, you have Mario Gardi, Mbappe, and Neymar coming at you. It's kind of nasty. Sevilla from Spain have won the Europa League Championship 3-2 to two over Inter Milan. They were four goals scored in the first half, so it was really quick and really fast. But yeah. Sevilla, the Spanish side, pull up the victors, and they slide into the Champions League spot for next year. So now pot one is fully secured and ready to go for the draw. Nice. Reports surfaced that Manchester United defender Harry Maguire got into a physical altercation with a Greek police official. Greek officials say he was, quote, verbally abusive and resisting, end quote. Ugh, soccer players. <laughs> he goes. Greece is a gorgeous place from what I understand. Didn't you go to Greece? Yeah, that was nice. How nice is that, eh? It's a retirement spot. It definitely is. It definitely is. Chelsea and Paris Saint-Germain captain Thiago Silva are discussing a deal which would include a free transfer due to Thiago Silva's contract being up after the end of the Champions League final. Yeah. Uh, Thiago Silva isn't getting any younger. He's quite up there for soccer age. I think he's 33. So yeah. he's got his better years are behind him. So hopefully he's got one more World Cup because I'm sure a lot of other Brazil fans would like to see him finish off and win one. Premier League will begin September the 12th, which was only 20 days away, less than three weeks. And they only finished their season, what, almost a month ago? Yeah. So they're not getting very much time off. No. And especially if, you, if one of the teams were in the uh, Champions League final or the Europa final, you only have three weeks to get back and get ready, but go back in shape. That sucks. Holy. We got James Sancho news again, but it's not for the reasons everyone <laughs> thinks it is. He's landed himself a new signature boot deal. With Nike, I love the British man. Like, their cleats are called boots. Hey, mate, look at my fresh boots. Aren't they dapper? Man, they're the best. I love Brits. The group stages have been announced for Canada's road to the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar. Or Qatar, however you pronounce it. In their group to qualify are Suriname, Bermuda, the Cayman Islands, and Aruba. This is all CONCACAF teams, so they're not going to be all stellar names that you think you're going to be in. Yeah. So three teams from this tournament will be qualifying, automatically qualified to the World Cup, and the fourth-place team will get into a international playoff in June of 2022. So to put things in perspective, the top five CONCACAF teams that are going to be in the tournament is Mexico, USA, Costa Rica, Jamaica, and Honduras. And only four teams really realistically have a chance to go, so Canada's going to have to upset a couple of these teams. Yeah. Think they do it or no? I think they're able to do it. I, th- I don't know, bro. Obviously, we, I just say that because I'm Canadian, but I think their team's been getting better and better over the years. But, like, like you talk, like, say, like, last, like, the last time they tried to qualify, like, it was just – there's no chance like when you can well, yeah, they lost it. Last time I tried to qualify, they lost to Haiti. Yeah, exactly. So I mean 
But to that credit, they didn't have Alfonso Davies. They're not going to have Jonathan David. They're not having Lucas Cavallini. Some absolute studs. So, yeah. I mean, maybe they can pull it. Like, I don't know. I think Mexico, USA, and Costa Rica are locks. Because all three of them are usually already in the World Cup already. But I think they can upset Jamaica. I think they can upset Honduras. Yeah, I think so. Mexico, too. I think... Stole, Mexico stole the show in 2018 in their World Cup. By, yeah. What's his name? Chewy. Oh, my. Chewy Lozano. Absolute think... stud. I think played himself to a huge contract in Napoli. I think they have the best chance against Honduras, like to make it over Honduras. So, absolutely. So, yeah, big things uh, coming Canada's way. Canada looking good, getting better in every sport. Um, we talk about the NFL now. Washington head coach Ron Rivera announced that he has a cancer diagnosis, but he said it's very treatable and very curable. It's so not very early, so it was very. Yeah, they was very early caught it, so he said he was fortunate for that. But uh, hopefully, he gets well soon. Obviously. Washington going a lot going on with them right now, but uh, hopefully he recovers very soon. The Chiefs, uh, they've been headdresses at games. Uh, the chop is also under review if they can allow that at games as well. Um, a lot of other teams do have this symbol, the chop, right? And do yeah, that. the Braves have it, Florida State has it. So I think I, if they get banned, all of them have to. Exactly. If they ban it, then the rest have to, and I think it should be banned. Um, if they if they're going to do everything possible to get rid of anything that resembles racism or with like just stereotyping, I think they have to get rid of it. And it's just been a long time coming. Um, some buzz around some NFL training camps now. OBJ is doing OBJ things. Oh my! Where do I begin? <laughs> Making one-handed grabs, beating double coverage everywhere you look. He's on the river. He's having. He's gonna have a serious revenge tour this year. Twelve hundred yards receiving for the man this year, I believe. A thousand, you say? Twelve hundred. Oh, twelve hundred. Damn, that's big numbers. But when you have Baker throwing you the ball, it's kind of unlikely. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers seems to be showing Jordan Love the keys to success, and he's gonna be grooming him. He's gonna to have to be grooming him. And Aaron Rodgers is—he's gonna be out soon. Last year in Green Bay, you think? Yeah, I think it's last Oh, wow. And I think he either goes to – I know you said Chicago, didn't you, one time? No way. Could you imagine if the uh, surefire Hall of Famer in Green Bay moves to Chicago? I know. That's what Are I was you saying. kidding? No, it wasn't you. I saw it somewhere. It was Brett Favre. Brett oh. Favre said that. And he's well, saying, that's I think coming from the guy who left Green Bay to go to Minnesota. So what does he know? Yeah, exactly. I think he might go to New England. I think he might go to Pittsburgh. Good reading. <laughs> Can listen to that crap. <laughs> Sammy Watkins is nursing a groin injury, so him being on the Kansas City Chiefs, they need a. He's been one of their underrated players and really a weapon for them. So hopefully, he's not. Actually, like, I think he's one of the most overrated players. Actually, I don't think so. I love Sammy from where he was drafted. Absolutely, sure, he's one sure. Of the most but like players. over time now, and you got to see like what his potential really was and how teams have used him. I think. Kansas City obviously doing the best job. When Man, you have, speaking of busts, do you remember Kwame Brown? Yeah, yeah. All I remember, like, I remember him not playing basketball at all. Is just the Stephen A. Smith interview. Kwame Brown is a bona fide scrub. <laughs> like it just kills me every time I listen to that video. Why would you replace him with Kwame Brown? <laughs> Damn, that's kind of. Ruthless and Kwame. But also, talking about other the other uh, Kansas City receiver, Ty Hill, he has a hamstring injury. 
So we see quite a few injuries on the Kansas City wide receiving core in the training camp. So hopefully that's not a big deal or not a big injury. Clyde Edward Dallaire, also on the Kansas City Chiefs, is impressing NFL um, network insider Peter Schrager saying he'd take the rookie number one overall in fantasy based on what he's seeing. And I think for sure that Clyde Edwards Allaire is going to be a sleeper in fantasy. We talked about him already, but because of their situation there, they're a what more heavy pass offense team. But Absolutely. when they need when they need to run the ball, he's gonna be able he wants to show that he, he can run the ball. And I think he's gonna get the chance to and be the number one guy this year. Pretty good old line in KC too, so yeah, obviously. No, Laurent from University of He's battling, battling the coronavirus. Uh, not battling it, like, physically, but... On the front lines. On the front lines, because he's a smart man as well. Uh, Nick Chubb is concussed, and he just passed protocol. Today. Listen. That's so, just in. <laughs> just in. Don't worry, finesse lineups will be just fine. Pure finesse. Nick Chubb is concussed, but he's passing protocol, so... Obviously, if he was concussed and he took and he stayed out longer, that'd be some bad news for you, Browns. Because oh, but you do have Kareem Hunt too, so not a big deal. Not a big deal at all. Uh, Patty Mahomes is throwing five hundred fifty yards side. Five hundred yards. Fifty yard side on. Hey, you want to talk about my drive? I mean, we have all day. But also, we're t- if you're talking about Patty Mahomes and his throwing ability, Josh Allen, who you'd be rooting for in that throwing competition, was. Throwing at the 50-yard line on his knees, hitting the crossbar. So they're both showing off their arms on the in training camps. Uh, Gronk is returning to form. Uh, Coach Bruce Arians says he is running fast again. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's really nice to point out that this is Tampa Bay rather than New England. So yeah. you're dealing with the humidity and the heat that Gronk has never had to deal with in training camp before, and him True. taking off a couple of years. I bet it's getting to him. Yeah, but he did also lose, like, a bunch of weight when he retired. doesn't honestly. matter. You're telling so, me you can no, do training camp right now? No, I cannot. You I'm can't. not an athlete, man. I'm not, uh, I'm not an NFL there it superstar is. getting paid millions of dollars. I've devoted my time to that. I'm not, I don't have to. I'll just grow the mind. Um, Cam Newton is loving life in New England. I'm yeah, I've sure seen these vids of all him, like, dancing and just – yeah. Having fun. And it's nice to see him doing that because he's not getting paid much money to be there. Like, we ever so nice like to note. But, like, do you think Bill Jump Belichick is happy with that type of character on the. That's a great question. It's Bill Belichick, so I don't know. That'd be hilarious. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you can see him pull out a couple dance moves. You kind of froze there, so I don't know what just happened. But whatever you said, you're probably right. Um, Absolutely. I'm always right. Yeah, that's that's not true. Leonard Fournette taped a $100 bill onto his back to remind him of how many yards he wants per game. It's a power yeah. move. He wants 100 yards per game. And he, I don't know if he's going to be able to do it. Not because of, he he's obviously talented himself, but his team in front of him has to be good as well. I would compare... No, no, never mind. That was a dumb <laughs> analogy. Don't just forget that I was doing that. Just forget it. 
Um, the Ravens hold a workout for Mr. No, he froze. Des he said Des Bryant. Bryant. Yes. Oh, my. Could you imagine him? It froze Hollywood Brown, Mark Andrews. Disgusting. Yeah. Disagree with me, fool. It'd be nasty. Obviously, the Ravens, they're already loaded now, like even on defense, too. So they get like a veteran superstar wide receiver who deserves to be in the NFL, just like another one in Tony Brown. Um, then why not Adam? Why not pick him up? He wants a chance. It's not going to be, I don't think it's going to be for a lot of money. No, probably not. Like Cam Newton money. That's a lot of money. <laughs> um, that's a lot of money for us, at least, but not for these guys. Uh, Jets wide receiver coach says he believes that Jamison Crowder could see upwards of 90 reception this season. Are you buying this? I'm buying Absolutely. Oh, you are? You yes, talk sir. so much crap about Jamison Crowder on Fantasy Friday. I know, but it doesn't mean, like, I still think he's going to be decent. But oh when, when, the coach, when, when the coach comes, when the wide receiver come, comes out and says this, I can see it happening because there's not a lot of, don't have a lot of options. So you got to pick your guy. Jamison Crowder could be their guy. But he's disappointed for some people in the past for fantasy. That's what I'm talking about. He doesn't knock him. He's still an NFL player. He's still he's in the NFL. You can be bad to be in the NFL. Like myself. I know I had a couple offers. I just rather take the podcast role and risk not risk getting concussions and you know, no injuries or anything, right? Exactly. But a good executive decision. MLB, we got more news on. Coronavirus outbreak is still a thing, everybody. Just for a heads up, because a player and a staff member from the New York Mets have both tested positive for coronavirus. So the subway series between them and the New York Yankees have been subsequently postponed. I would love to get your take on the Fernando Tatis Jr. ordeal, please. Oh, this guy, you mean like how he swung at 3-0? I would love, yes, that's exactly my point. Okay, so... When he, when you see that, like it's an unwritten rule, right? Where three and zero, you go like you, you, go, you get the box. They were up seven they're, runs. They're up seven runs, and they have three guys on base. Uh, it's three and zero, the pitch count. So the unwritten rule, right, is you're supposed to throw the pitcher is supposed to just throw one right down the middle, and you don't swing at it, right? That's the unwritten rule. Tatis didn't take that chance. He didn't. He didn't know what a whole bunch. He pulled it, he cranked it, and he hit that grand slam. And he's been being—he's been hot recently as well. He's going to be the NL MVP. He's leading at everything. twenty-one. Yeah, he—he's leading everything in the stat categories. But he comes back to the bench, um, and the manager's talking to him like, "You don't do that." And he looks—he looks disappointed. And then his teammates talk to the bench, like, "Don't worry, we're, we'll talk to him." I hate this. I hate Me too. This. I hate Me this. Too. I hate everything about it. You get paid to play. If you don't want to get let up runs, play better, pitch better, catch better. Honestly, it's all part of sports. Like the same thing with like taking shots in the NBA if you're up by a lot. Keep shooting. You don't know when a team – you remember Tracy McGrady scored how many points in like how many seconds? You don't mm -hmm. know what's going to happen. Keep running up the score. You're professional athletes. If you don't want to lose and keep losing that bad, play better. It's not, it's not difficult. Unbelievable because if you want – did not hit it. Don't give him a pitch to hit. Don't give him like a center cut. What do you want from the kid? 
And like you're talking about blowing leads. The Jays came back from seven nothing in a seven inning game. Exactly, man. It can happen. But you know, like this why Fernando Tatis is one of now my favorite baseball players is because the next game, they're up big. He's on second base. He steals third. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Absolute stud. I love this guy. This guy He's is in my top five favorite players now in the whole league. They have to buy a Padres jersey and go get it for him. Okay, there. Cincinnati Reds pitcher Trevor Bauer wore free Joe Kelly cleats on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Baseball awesome. did not find that too kindly, but everybody else thought it was awesome. Uh, that is pretty funny. <laughs> he really – he's a different cat, that guy. Who? Trevor Bauer. Oh, Trevor Bauer, yeah. Yeah, like last season throwing the <laughs> – getting pissed off again, taking out of the game and just rifles a ball from the pitcher's mound over the center field wall. <laughs> it didn't and then, wear that shirt. Yeah, like getting shirt. cut by a drone in the playoffs. No, like he just wore the shirt. Um, like where he like threw the ball over the – Oh, yeah. He, he has a shirt of it and he took it off after he returned there. To it's a different breed. Yeah. Reds color commentator Tom Brenneman was fired mid-game for using a homophobic slur on air. So dumb. How can he be so This was kind of off-air on air because you could really tell he was just, like, talking with, like, this production crew, but really? had no idea he was live. And it so cost him his job. We're 2020. Like, why do you have to be slurring anyone? But like, you know what was, like, during this whole, like, apology speech on air, he's like, I'm sorry if I offended everybody. Oh, and Mike Moustakis goes over the wall and hits a home run. I'm so sorry for what I've done. Like, it was just so weird. Definitely unprecedented. Yeah. The real Iron Man, Cal Ripken Jr., announced he previously was diagnosed with prostate cancer in February, but announced, what, this week that he is now cancer-free. That's good. Good news. Astros third baseman Alex Bregman was placed on the – IL with a hamstring injury, and they're already dealing with injuries in Houston because young star Jordan Alvarez is also out for the year due to a torn patella tendon. As much as you'd love to admit it, the Blue Jays might be the hottest team in baseball right now. Like we've already mentioned, came back from a 7-0 deficit against the Philadelphia Phillies on Thursday, back-to-back series sweeps, and have now won six straight games and now are in a playoff spot. Yes, sir. Everything is going the Blue Jays' ways right now. You gotta love it. Unless you're a Red Sox fan, because they're gonna blow up their whole team. There's been talks that they might try to trade for JD Martinez. Really? (laughs) Yes, sir. I hate. There's no one in Boston anymore. Lucas, the goat, by the way. Of course, you have to. Okay. Uh, We'll talk about UFC 242. Uh, when was this? When did this happen? Last Saturday. Last Saturday. So it's been a full week. Um, I like to see you pronounce this guy's name, please. Stipe Stipe Miocic retained heavyweight title belt against Daniel Cormier. Uh, so DC hints that that yeah, he is retired. Right. This was going to be. Did you see any of the videos from that fight at all? No, man. The eye poke. Oh yeah, I didn't see the eye. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. man. That was vile. Uh, anything to do with like eyes and like inner body parts is just nasty, man. So I hate seeing that stuff. 
But so Cormier hints that he was he's retired. And after the fight, John Jones made some tweets hinting at a return to the octagon to fight for the heavyweight belt. I would love it. I was gonna ask, who do you John love Jones is probably arguably the best UFC fighter in history. So to see him try to step up in a weight class and fight the man from Cleveland, Stipe, would be a can't miss pay per view. Can't miss. Yeah. And then so that he then re- relinquished his lightweight heavy his light heavyweight title a day later. Well, Malcolm's got the lightweight championship, so you know. Yeah, come on. For different reasons. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're you're so funny. <laughs> uh, Dominic Reyes and Jen Blackowitz will fight for the vacated belt at UFC two fifty three on September twenty sixth, so a month and a few days away. We'll see the uh, very exciting double. Champion. It'll be a double title belt pay per view with your man Israel Adesanya defending his middleweight championship as well on September 26th. So we'll be watching. Big day in the 26th. ATP tennis has returned today, actually, this Saturday with the Western Southern Open in New York City, not at our, uh, Flushing Meadows, which I'm so I really don't know where it's being played at right now, but it's yeah. pretty, it's in New York City to keep it close for the U.S. Open happening in two weeks. Golf FedEx Cup playoffs have begun on Thursday with the Northern Trust Open. Dustin Johnson, the heir to the Wayne Gretzky fortune, thank you, Paulina, is the leader after round two at 15 under par. 59 watches in the books yesterday. Dustin Johnson coming also close, shooting 60. Should have had 58, but messed around on the green, so really cost him a lovely, lovely round. And Scotty Scheffler, the man, the myth, the legend, everyone knows his name. Not really. Shot 59 on Friday as well. The crazy stat of the day. There's been 12 59s in PJ Tour history. Okay. Three have come before 2010. So that means nine have happened in 10 years. That's crazy. And that's including a 58 from Jim Furyk. That's just technology. And this 59 is a real 59 because this was a par 72 course because I think most of 59s happen on par 70s. So they have a couple of shots of wiggle room. But this was 13 under par. Jeez. Boy. Unbelievable. And I don't think we got to uh, the PGA Championship with our last week's no. recap. Uh, Colin Morikawa won the PGA Championship. Uh, if you remember my predictions from how long ago, three weeks ago, Matty Wolf, DeChambeau, both finished inside the top five. So if you're looking for DraftKings U.S. Open talks, <laughs> I'm your guy. And we have a little, little teaser. Malcolm, would you want to get into this one? Yeah, so if I want to pull this up, get the name right here. Oh, if you want to share, if you could share, I think I could probably get this going here. Could you get it on your screen? I'll explain. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Jay will get this. Jay and I, since I moved up, we want to get golfing again, right? So me and uh, Jacob have are going to do a driving relief competition against none other than some loyal viewers. Local legends. In- and local legends here in uh, St. Catharines, Thorold at Brock University. Mr. Zach, Zach Smith and Jake Nunn. So there it is. You're going to see it. Obviously, the two two guys who are leading the teams are Jacob and Zach because they play some serious golf. Jake and I, both goaltenders in hockey, don't have that much hand-eye then, I guess. <laughs> or we're not as good. But we're going to be fighting it out. Uh, so get ready. I have, your- have some mic'd up. Mic'd up games, little side bets going on. We should get mic'd up and put it on. It's going to be an unbelievable event. We might, we might be hiring a cameraman. Um, just, 
just to video us and get some mics and get a little mic'd up action. It might be a bit pricey because you know you have to pay to play. I'll, I'll do it. I'll oh yeah, oh, I'll pay to put the camera in there. It pays to get. You have to pay a little to get successful up in here nowadays. Absolutely, but yeah, this is going to be one hell of a matchup. Yes, it is. I don't Practice know what rounds will be coming. Don't know what the rules are officially. We're playing best ball or anything like that. We'll figure it out, find out the logistics, and then we'll let you guys know. Probably see an Instagram post at some point. Unbelievable event. Can't miss for sure. And we say can't miss a lot, but this will definitely be can't miss. You can't miss it. You can't. So we're logging off until Fantasy Friday, which there's only three left, if I do recall, because the NFL season is quickly coming upon us. So until Fantasy Friday, it's the money and the break.